Kia ora, koto everyone. Welcome to Queensland Live podcast. <sighs> I'm in my pyjamas. What a day. Um, I'm here with the amazing Kirsty Johnston, who is a, I love this, trying, I've had two glasses of wine, so trying to get my head around investigative journalist um, at New Zealand Herald is like, I tried to say it before and my husband went, how many wines have you had? And I'm like, one and a half. <laughs> Harry Mai, welcome. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. I haven't had a wine and now I feel like I'm missing out. Don't worry. I'm back on the water because um, I've got another interview after this. So I kind of, uh, I've overwhelmed myself today, but that's all right. Um, thank you so much. You are pretty busy at the minute. So I'll just, I'll just give people some context. Um, so with my work around um, sexual and family violence, which is my other job, um, I don't read much journalistic stuff around that because it's generally shit. Um, but you're, but um, I always read your stuff. And particularly because this week um, the new death review um, report came out, which we've been dumped on my desk um, by my boss and said, read that. So um, I've been following along with what you do for ages and really love the, I'm going to say graceful, delicate way you hold people's information um i think it's really respectful and beautiful the way that you hold that stuff and it's done in in a i'm like throwing you loads of compliments but just because it is done really well so thank you for the way that you do that for survivors and people who are struggling with violence and you know women's issues so um the first thing i ask is how are you and how are you Take that however you will. I am brilliant because you've just, no one's ever called me graceful or delicate before. So <laughs> this, is pretty much, this is pretty much the highlight of my week. I love it. You do get angry in your posts, but you know, we, we like yeah. that. I do, I do get angry. I try to kind of keep a lid on it because it just, you know, incites more trolliness towards me. But the rage is definitely there. Um, I'm good. I, yeah, I am really busy. I have been desperately trying to fulfill all the COVID-19 reporting needs, plus trying to do a lot of gender stuff. So I feel like I've just been piling pressure on. Um, but it's good. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's definitely been better to be busy, I think. Yeah, totally. And who's in your bubble? Who's there? Well, my bubble today currently is just me um i live by myself so it's actually quite good um to be honest like i've watched my friends with kids go quietly quite mad and although, me. yeah i have been driving myself quite mad like there's been a lot of introspection that possibly didn't didn't need to go that far possibly too much <laughs> and then I, oh my god then i watched normal people and that was just a whole other spiral. Yeah, it's on my list. I haven't gone there yet. Oh, look, you're going to cry and then you're going to get horny. Like, that's the kind of... Ooh, I like it. Because currently I'm watching Killing Eve. And I, I, you know, I love those both of those two. And quite fancy both of those two. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Pretty good. So, tell me, like, um, I've, spoken to, I've spoken to lots of women over these past, like, two and a bit weeks. And lots of them have talked about the busyness and the self-reflection whether they're alone or I've got people in their houses or whatever but for you um, particularly because you're writing stories um, how have you kept pushing the messages that are that are so different from what the friggin' hell's going on at the minute how have you kept that still there so 
two things. One is that I've watched overseas. Like I feel in some ways it's been, it's been really fortunate that New Zealand was kind of at the tail end of the virus because basically you've been, we've been able to watch overseas publications like the New York Times or the Washington Post as it hits there first. And I kind of watch what their gender reporters are doing and just kind of copy that to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's all the same stuff, right? Domestic violence, whatever. Um, and then the second thing is just talking to my friends, like, you know, in the group chat or um, my cousin who was in my bubble. She's a nurse. Talking to her about what they're going through, just talking to lots of women. And so, like, those issues arise. And then I feel like that really shapes what I'm doing. Yeah, totally. And it's been really interesting that I talked to Alison Moore about um, kind of the, the slight backlash against one journalists who are in front of the, you know, in front of Jacinda and the kind of people going, why are you asking that question? Um, but also the, the stuff that we don't see, the, the conversations we're not privy to, the other conversations that are going on. Um, what do you what do you take from the, the feeling amongst journalists at the minute? What's going on there? Um, so, yeah, most of my colleagues are t really tired. Like, it's been really busy. And I think on top of that, you know, we've had job cuts. We've had pay cuts. We've got, we're on enforced leave. So our staff is actually smaller than it would normally be. We're all working remotely, which is, you know, challenging. Um, and we're all working like dogs. Because all of us really feel that, um, you know, that we feel a real burden, I guess, to tell the public about what's happening so everyone's knackered and then also yeah there's this real nasty kind of feedback that we're getting and even if say like 10 percent of it's valid or whatever it's just the mood is really it's quite hard to i don't know it's quite hard to deal with like we feel like we're just doing our jobs and yeah it can it can get you down a little bit at times yeah totally because i did some training today with um actually the libraries in the region around the fact that they're going to open on Monday and they're going to, they're actually going to have lots of people who are going to come and use those places as like sanctuary. So, you know, I've been, I've been kind of locked in this bubble with these people that I actually don't feel safe with, or I don't like, or I, I just need somewhere else to go with my children. Um, and, and what, how to respond to those people what you know what trauma-informed care looks like and actually the fact that somebody's really pissed off that you've not got this Stephen King book that they want but actually it's not that it isn't that it's all the other stuff underneath it and they're like oh I never thought of that like I never thought about all those layers of anxiety and trauma and all that stuff on top of people so I think like some of it is is that and then some of it's just like I need to direct this feeling that I'm feeling at these people yeah, like today, actually this morning, I was looking for something and I just, I had to look in my deleted folder and that's where all my abuse is, my reader feedback. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out a bunch of these emails and I was like, good God, like what would possess somebody to send me this hateful email because I made a small typo or because I used the word like announced instead of reported or something. And I was like, that's clearly not about me. That's what I just keep thinking that like, it's not about you. It's not a reflection of you. It's yeah. a reflection of their anxiety. Yeah, totally. I hope you have. I have a, a nice email section in my in my emails that I go to whenever I am having a bad day. You should start one of those. I'll fill it. I'll just send you emails, and you can just yeah. <laughs> no, people do send me really nice stuff. It's, yeah, it's okay. Like it's. I don't like the gendered abuse. You know that's what yeah, yeah, 
So actually, how do you look after yourself? So that's really important because you're on your own and yeah, I'm sure you'll be talking to people, but how do you turn off that stuff? What do you do? Uh, I try and get rid of my phone for a couple of hours and just read a book, like definitely try to put my phone aside. I feel it's quite hard at the moment though, because I feel like if I put, because I live by myself, if I don't answer my phone for a couple of hours, like I kind of imagine my mum or my brother or something getting worried. (laughs) Being like, oh God, she's covered herself in ice cream. He's underneath (laughs) there. My mum, she rang me yesterday and she was telling me a story about my nephew who's six months old. She's like, oh, and I, he just rolled under the couch and he was just under there alone screaming for a bit. And I was like, oh, I'm actually going. Oh my God. Um, so is there anything, um, is there anything that we've missed? So has there news that's gone by? So do you know, the, and the, the way I explain that is like, you know, so say for example, in America, they, they create this furor around something and then usually something gets passed that you don't even notice. Is anything, is there anything, any, thing that's been going on that we've missed not necessarily controversial but stuff that actually really needs to be at the forefront of our minds the thing that I keep thinking about is who's losing their jobs like here's the thing that my friend said to me that I hadn't thought about you know your cleaner like maybe your cleaner comes around and she might be on a benefit or whatever or not because her husband earns or something she might be a migrant worker who knows she comes around she cleans her house say you pay her in cash or you just chuck money in her bank account if you are not paying her right or if she can't come because of COVID or whatever that is like unseen joblessness do you know what I mean yeah and that's the kind of stuff I keep thinking about like all the data from overseas is that women are more likely to lose their jobs in the pandemic or in any economic downturn but particularly this one because it's tourism it's hospitality it's retail those are female and like young people too but and then there's like all the precarious work like women are way more likely to do part-time work and so that's more precarious by nature and so I just keep thinking there's all of that out there that I don't feel like we've seen yet. And I think some of it's hidden because of the wage subsidy, because people might still be getting that now. But I just think at some point, it's going to be like a massive wave, like a yeah. kind of silent wave, you know? No, totally. And, and you know, we talk about, so we have meetings with the council, and we've meetings with DHB here and, um, you know, we're constantly talking about stuff and we actually like we we call it kind of an avalanche of stuff that's not even hit us yet because as we know one with trauma we know it's delayed we know that people don't come forward till way after um, the wage thing is not hit stopped or changed or whatever so it was like kind of like so in Queenstown like we got you know we got funding after the earthquakes and we were like this is way too early because we're not going to see any of that stuff for another three six nine twelve months so we're kind of sitting waiting going oh god and like you say lots of people here top up their wage with all those other little jobs and traditionally that, that is women doing those little things here there and everywhere that's just stopped and and you just think oh god i know uh, you know like i was talking to connor from help in wellington and she pointed out to me this is weeks ago too i was like what are you doing what are you up to are you busy and she was like we're waiting we know that when lockdown lifts or when it kind of when things go back to normal that's when we'll start getting the rape complaints and yeah. it actually like chilled me to my bonds you know like I hadn't 
Oh, I just hadn't thought about it. Yeah, 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 totally. So looking back at what you, where you've come from, not like in a, let's go back, woo, to you when you were born, but when did your writing change? When did that kind of feminist shift happen for you? Um, I think it was, I think it was after I, really after I wrote the pieces about rape that I did a couple of years ago, which was, it was a series called Unresolved, and it looked at how, prosecution rates were really really low for rape because the evidential threshold is so high and also like how historically those rates have been um, artificially kind of um inflated because the police weren't recording it properly yeah so i think after that it really it was like you know once you see it you can unsee it yeah oh yeah <laughs> and you're just like oh there it is it's like a patriarchy veil and it kind yeah, of yeah 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 you were woke <laughs> nightmare I know I I think like it's kind of I guess it's always been there but yeah that was when I really started to just get very pissed off yeah and you do and I you know I've done this work for 20 years now like I think it's 20 years next year and I've left it three times and come back to it because one it gets in your bones and you can't not be because it's so interesting and so complex um and something that you just keep, you don't want to fix, but you want to work out and how to support people and have those conversations. But also you just get so like, fuck this. Like, do you know, it's like, oh my God, we're going to grapple with the shit systems that are in place and the shit people have to deal with. Yeah. And you get like really angry because you feel like you're not getting anywhere I mean whenever I read reports about anything I mean that family violence death review committee report was something else like I thought this analysis particularly of like colonization and the patriarchy was something I hadn't really seen before but again like that'll happen nothing changed like no offense but you know it's not like everyone's going to be like oh hey patriarchy is actually really damaging let's just like get rid of that (laughs) like (laughs) rape stuff it's like for years everyone's been like our justice system doesn't suit women like it literally does more damage than good and yet everyone's like well that's just how it is and it's like but but it's not and it doesn't have to be yeah and and it's those like you know those I'm like that girl on Facebook everyone goes oh god here she is again but you know like whenever friends of mine or people I know say certain things you're like that's where it starts and your kid was in the room when you they heard you said that and it might have been her her it's really funny but actually they'll take that and they'll make of that what they will and then it just rolls over and over and over and it's just like but you know there's some good stuff going on there is yeah, and do you know what I really like the more I get into it like I'm currently kind of learning more about family violence and stuff like that the more I get into it the more you find kind of allies everywhere it's like there's like the underground and we're just like out there yeah yeah, yeah totally um, you'll ring someone you won't even know them you'll just be like oh I just wanted to ask you about this and like, next minute you've spent two hours on the phone and you're like <laughs> let's just 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 take it all down you know i love that yeah no no it is pretty the the sector is pretty um pretty tight uh it's good it it is good and there's lots of conversations and you know that if you have those angry conversations or those kind of um challenging conversations people just go usually people go tell me what that feeling is about and let's explain or explore what it is rather than because you just like you know you're going to get some good positive response back where people just go explain it and we're all in that system where we're all like 
come on. I know. Yeah, like totally. It's so nice. It's really good. Totally. So, um, are you ready for your quick fire round? Oh yeah, hit me. Hit ya. Okay. Uh, favorite New Zealand biscuit? Squirrel top, a hundred percent. If you'd have said ginger nut, I swear to God, I would have turned my computer off. And not those shitty pink ones, like the the OG, the caramel or whatever. It is. <laughs> uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars, Princess Leia. Yeah. Favorite vegetable? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say the humble potato because it makes chips. Is it? A, is it a vegetable? Chips <laughs> are <laughs> a vegetable. Controversial. Uh, spring or autumn? Ooh, spring. Ski or snowboard? Neither. I or neither. No, no, you're allowed. It's all right. Uh, Kindle or book? Kindle at the moment. Kindle. Mm-hmm. Salty or sweet? Oh, salty. No one knew um, you being sweet. Oh, I know. Uh, one famous person, alive or dead, you would invite into your bubble? Oh, someone hot. Jesus. Was he hot? He can go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just going to say, like, you can lock him away in a drawer for a little bit if you want to, like, because you're on your yeah, own. You probably, probably get on your nerves. You'd get on like, you, right on your tip. I know, I'll be like, oh God, I just want to lock them away in a cupboard and then let them out for a bit. Um, and anything that you've been listening or watching that you want to recommend? Oh, just, just normal people. Can I'm going to write it down. I, it, it has, it, it's on my little list that's 17 miles long. Um, but I'm a, yeah, I'm going to get through the old Killing Eve and then move on to that. Um, just the sexy Irish accent, it's like, it's just transcendent. So I did. I did a podcast the other day, and one of the women was like, oh, "I love your um, your Kiwi accent." I'm like, "I am the most northern UK person in the world ever." And she's like, "I oh, really sorry." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll totally offend lots of New Zealand people. Um, what are you going to go and do right now? Oh, I might like text this guy I've been messaging on Bumble. <gasps> Yeah, I'm going to live vicariously through you because I'm going to go and make a cup of tea and make sure my toddler's asleep. Oh, yeah, I really do want a cup of tea, but I've run out of blooming peppermint tea bags. Who am I? That's the true tragedy here. Who are, even are you? Um, Kirsty, thank you so much. Thank you. I had the best time. Giving up your 20, 20 minutes, we're on. Um, go forth and drink your whatever you're going to drink when you leave me. Squirrel time. Enjoy. Goodbye.